This is a Federal News Network podcast. The government's been running under a continuing resolution for three and a half months now. At the moment, there aren't any clear signs of a spending agreement that would head off a full year CR. Pentagon leaders say that would be extremely bad news for the military. Rather than just keeping 2022 spending levels the same as last year, they say a CR would actually reduce DOD's spending power by more than $20 billion this year. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details on some of the effects DOD officials are predicting. From a purely top-line perspective, extending 2021 funding for another year would leave DOD only about $8 billion below what officials requested for 2022. But as with all CRs, the much bigger problem is that putting government funding on autopilot leaves the wrong amounts of money in the wrong accounts. And in some cases, it means the money can't be spent at all. Maybe the biggest example is the $3 billion a full-year CR would allocate for the Afghan National Security Force, a force that no longer exists. Defense officials say some of the consequences of those misallocations could start showing up fairly soon, especially in the personnel arena. One reason is that a planned 2022 pay raise for military personnel has already taken effect, but under 2021 funding levels, that 2.7% raise isn't paid for. Mike McCord is DOD's comptroller and chief financial officer. By definition, under a CR, the amount in the personnel accounts is flat, and so the pay raise costs have to be absorbed. The accounts themselves are are flexible, but that doesn't mean that we have good choices within that flexibility. We're going to have to look at accessions and PCS moves for our troops is probably the first and least disruptive things we could do. And then there's other things that might be the next things that we'd have to do that are more distasteful, the the bonuses. Within a flat account, we have to do something uh, within within the personnel accounts to absorb costs and and find some other way to save money, and that's going to have to be impacting our troops in another way. And military leaders say those cuts to recruiting and PCS moves wouldn't be small ones. The Air Force, for example, thinks it would have to reduce its planned accessions by about half for the rest of this year. In the Navy's case, it would mean cutting those accessions by 75 percent and PCS moves by about 50 percent, says Admiral Michael Gilday, the chief of naval operations. We've got about 145,000 sailors at sea. Over the past year, a year ago, we had 10,000 of those billets that were gapped. We've been able to cut that down by uh, by more than half. So about 3% of our billets at sea right now are gapped, and we adjust to make up for that. If we cut our accessions by 75%, that, that's 23,000 sailors. We are, again, going to exacerbate that gap at sea in a place where we need it least. At the same time, we're trying to entice sailors, our best sailors, to stay in the Navy, but we're cutting those and their families. We're not just retaining sailors, we're retaining families. Uh, We're going to have to cut reenlistment bonuses, incentive bonuses to keep the best in. So that's also going to exacerbate those gaps at sea, again, where we need those people the most at the tip of the spear. Military officials say in many cases, the CR would also mean permanently losing access to incoming personnel they've already successfully recruited. That's because the slowdown in new accessions would mean they'd have to ask recruits to stay in the military's delayed entry pools for another year, and they worry that many of those people won't wait that long. And for civilian employees, the CR is also likely to mean at least a partial hiring freeze, says General John Raymond, the chief of space operations. One of the biggest benefits that we realize after establishing the Space Force is our ability to attract incredible talent. This talent is highly technical, it's highly educated, and it's sought after. And they have other options. And if we uh, enter into this delay and have to do uh, reduce assessments and, re- and put hiring freezes in place to help pay for the much 
needed and, uh, and deserve pay raise, uh, they're going to go to other places. And that, those are people that we will not be able to get back. Uh, so to do that, we're going to have to come up with ways, as, as discussed, putting hiring freezes in place, potentially uh, reducing assessments, cutting PCS uh, travel. It's going to impact not just the guardians, but also their families. In other areas of the budget, like procurement, sustainment, and military construction, the negative effects of a CR would take longer to appear, but they'd have cascading effects that would lead to higher spending over the long run. Under continuing resolutions, new starts are prohibited. DOD officials say that means only a handful of about 100 previously planned military construction projects would happen this year across the active duty force and none in the National Guard and Reserve. The New START prohibition also applies to acquisition programs. In the Army's case, it would affect 71 separate procurements, says General Joseph Martin, the Army's vice chief of staff. We've got 24 of our 31 plus 4 signature programs are going to be in some form or fashion in the hands of soldiers, whether it's in an operational testing environment, a soldier touch point, or actually feeling it. 24 of those programs will be out there by 2023. Without the funding that would be associated with the restraints of the CR, 19 of those 24 programs will be impacted. The timing of those programs will be impacted. So that's a huge impact. And once again, as my colleagues have all said so aptly, uh, you can't get back time. But it's also the resources that we could have spent this year, we're going to have to spend next year, which means it's twice the cost. And so uh, it's a huge impact on our modernization and uh, maintaining our ability to compete in the future. Gilday says the loss of O&M dollars, combined with a prohibition on new starts, would set back the Navy's long-needed shipyard modernization program by one to two years and have a direct and serious effect on its ability to maintain ships. What it creates is a situation where you have maintenance-leading operations, which is not where you want to be. Our availabilities, our maintenance availabilities for those nuclear-powered vessels are really planned uh, toe-to-heel. As soon as we're done with one, we're bringing in the next. That's that's the way the production line works. That's how we're most efficient. And this is going to cause a perturbation. And we saw this during sequestration, and we're still catching up a decade later. We can't afford to do that based on where we are now with China for all the reasons my contemporaries and Secretary McCord stated earlier. And so this is gonna this is gonna cause a perturbation that we're yet we're still unraveling in terms of operational schedules to keep carrier strike groups and amphibious ready groups on point in the Western Pacific and beyond. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.